0: Good morning and welcome to the Smart Women in Business podcast. Today I am chatting with Kate Toon, an award-winning SEO copywriter and SEO consultant with almost two decades of experience in all things advertising, digital and writing. Originally from the UK but now based just outside Sydney, Kate has worked with big brands such as eHarmony, Qrash and Kmart. And she's helped countless small businesses produce great content and improve their copywriting and SEO. Kate is also the founder of the Clever Copywriting School and the Recipe for SEO Success e-course, which I have done, the co-host on the Hot Copy podcast, and the host of the Recipe for SEO Success podcast. Kate recently published her popular business book, The Confessions of a Misfit Entrepreneur, which also has its own podcast. She presents the Write for Business show for the Dale Beaumont's Bryn.ai app, Correct me if I'm wrong on that, and is the founder of the Copywriting Conference, Australia's first copywriting, dedicated copywriting conference. From my perspective, I have had a bit of a copywriter girl crush on Kate since I began my own entrepreneurial journey in 2009, as Kate was one of the few non-agency copywriters I knew in the big, wide internet world. She was a bit of shining light in my freelance existence back when I was a newbie. So I'm thrilled to welcome her to the podcast to talk about good karma marketing and being a misfit entrepreneur. Welcome, Kate.
1: Oh, Yay! Lovely. Yay!
0: Woohoo! <laughs> I was totally wanted to cheer them. <laughs>
1: That's good. That's good. Good <laughs> way to
0: start. Go downhill from here. <laughs> so, Kate. What does good karma marketing mean to you in 2018?
1: Oh, that's such a good question. I think that often in business we're told that it has to be cutthroat, like Wall Street, you know, dog eat dog, defend your little patch, you know, go after your competitors. And while that does work very well for some businesses, I've always found it really, really exhausting. So I try to kind of manage my business in a I sound a bit woo woo in a kind of loving way. So I try to give a lot in the hope that that all comes around in the karmic way, not necessarily from the people I've helped or given stuff to, but the universe kind of somehow brings it back to you. And although I am an extremely cynical and sarcastic human, I have found that that has worked very, very well for me, especially in the last five years.
0: Yeah. Brilliant. So where do you think are the, you know, the pitfalls where people, fall down in um, marketing in general and and go into that dark view of bad karma marketing.
1: I think a lot of it comes with confidence and experience. So the longer you've been in the game, the more you see that, yes, competitors do come up and sometimes they fade away or that they stay where they are and that there's just more than enough work to go around. Yeah. It takes a long time to build that confidence that you are enough and that your brand is enough and that people are gonna like you and they're not gonna like other people or they're not gonna like you and they're gonna like other people and that's fine. It's 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 very hard not to compare yourself to everyone else and think I should be doing what they're doing, they're more attractive, they've got more <laughs> followers, blah, blah, blah. Jane's looking particularly attractive today by the way, if you were It's all I'm, the lippy. She looks amazing and I'm sitting here with scruffy hair thinking, in heck but, you
0: know, <laughs> I've got a whole day of this ahead so we can't
1: be glamorous you see Um, and we we all got different skills and it's really about learning what your skills are and embracing them and and also learning what your faults are and embracing those because I'm finding that my faults and my quirks are way more marketable than my actual skills these days people seem to enjoy my failures more than my (laughs) skills but it's also oftentimes our
0: failures and our quirks and our authenticity is what makes us relatable and memorable. And that's why people want to work with us.
1: Yes. And, I, you know, marketing is as much about repelling as it is about attracting. We really want to send the clients that aren't right for us as far away from us as possible because they won't be right. They'll never be satisfied. They'll be the clients that leave a bad taste in your mouth, whereas mm-hmm. the ones that, Already have warmed to you. They're they already they're raring to go. You know they they already feel a connection to you. They mm. trust you. So you know stick with them. And yes, there may be fewer of them, but I'm a big believer that at the beginning, especially you love those few customers hard. <laughs> you they, do. Will,
0: they, they will um, then
1: spread the word and become advocates for your business.
0: And I'm still actually working with some of the ones I worked with nine years ago. So there you go. It does. When they know you it's it easier it's yeah whether it does
1: have, whether you want to have a long uh, long-term relationship or a one-night stand with your client i'm more of a one-night stand girl but uh or, or repeated one-night stands is that that makes me sound terrible that's friends with benefits isn't it yeah friends with that's what i like oh my god you've just defined my marketing strategy so
0: that's that's uh, yeah that's your business
1: model you've just made that's it i'm gonna mean that immediately after this podcast so
0: um your business i i know because i've been stalking you on cyberspace for many a year (laughs) but your business has evolved over the last few years so um what with how tell us about how it's evolved and how you knew when it was time to shift because this isn't what a lot of people get trapped in you know uh, I'm not ready to grow I don't know how to grow but it's time to grow
1: well I think I was doing well as a freelance copywriter you know I'd hit certain financial targets I had good clients and I guess to be honest I just got a little bit bored and I think that can be a good sign uh you know I'm I'm a believer that you need to push on through that boredom and and keep on working but if you're repeatedly kind of turning up at your your supposed dream job and going Mm -hmm. meh then something needs to shift. And mm. I also realized, not that I have huge financial ambitions, but that there was only so much money I was going to make if I was exchanging my time for money. Mm. So it was it was twofold, really. I, I thought it'd be quite fun to do a workshop, an SEO workshop. So I did that, but then I realized that people left that workshop feeling ill because uh, there was just too much to take in because SEO is a huge topic. It is. So really. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so huge. I wanted to find a solution to that problem. I'm always about finding solutions to problems rather than having grand plans. So I'd like to teach more people SEO, but that method's not working. How could I solve that problem? Oh, I could make a course. Okay. This course is not big enough. People want to learn more. Oh, I'll make a bigger course. Oh, this course is too expensive. Okay. I'll make a cheaper course. Yeah. And things have just grown like that. There hasn't really been a master plan. And I don't think there was, there was maybe one moment where I pivoted it's such a cheap <laughs> I went to present on SEO at Pro Blogger. I managed to get a little ten-minute spot, uh, just just randomly, um, and it was probably one of my first biggest because I used to present a lot when I was an agency creative. But presenting in front of a room of 500 people is a very different thing, and I liked it and I enjoyed it. And people were like, came up to me afterwards and said, "Oh my god, I've never really understood it before, and you made me understand it." And I was like, "I could do this. This could be it." So that's when I really kind of pivoted away from copywriting into SEO. I still do both. I have one line of business, which is copywriting one is SEO, but I think I'm more known for the SEO now, which sometimes irks me. Uh, (laughs) But you know, I'm a victim of my own rebranding success, I guess. Mm. But there was never really a light bulb moment. It was a series of dim, dim lights being switched (laughs) on and off. Let's try this. Does it work? Uh, Exactly. Try this. But that's, that's how we roll, you know, it is. And if you're sitting there waiting for an epiphany, you'll be waiting for a long time, you know, so.
0: Or for someone to come along and tell you what to do.
1: Oh God. If only someone would tell me what to do. I wish
0: someone would come and tell me what to tell
1: do. Me, I'll tell you and you tell me. After <laughs> the show, okay? Okay. I just want someone to grab me by the shoulders, shake me back and forth and say, do this Kate Toon. This um, is your
0: business plan.
1: Yeah. Or just more. I want to say, stop doing this and just do this. But yeah, I think you kind of just have to work it out as you guys. It's, it's, it's yeah the self-motivation thing it's very difficult
0: it is it's hard it's hard slog so how do you manage your glamorous life as a mystery entrepreneur kate
1: oh, i'm so glamorous <laughs> uh, yeah uh you know i have a pretty easy life i, I, I work from home i've got a really lovely um, office that i built in my back garden that i called the Toon cave which is a beautiful space it still makes me happy every day to come into here it's a big investment that I thought I'd be able to claim back from the tax fund. I couldn't. So that. <laughs> what? Uh, I know, depreciation of, oh, I don't <sighs> forget. Uh, so I have a lovely workspace. I spend a lot of time, you know, interacting with people online. I've got groups. I do a lot of coaching and lives and lovely podcasts like this. So I feel like I have a very rich digital life. Like I maybe talk to 30, 50, 60, 100 people a day, which I love. Um, and then every once in a while, maybe every two to three weeks i go and speak at an event which i enjoy a lot not least because i um go and stay in a very nice swanky hotel and 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 have spa treatments and stuff and that's a luxury i mean that's only really something i've been able to afford to do this year because speaking at events you know yes you sometimes get paid sometimes you don't but it's not i'm not sort of you know tony robbins is it tim (laughs) Tim yeah it's tony robbins Tiny Robin. This is the Shawshank redemption. I'm sure he would get paid a lot to speak. Yeah, probably. Um, possibly even more than Tiny Robin. Probably possibly, but he wouldn't have the jaw. So um, <laughs> you know, it's a it's a luxury, it's a lot of time out of the office. There's expense in times of your man hours preparing woman mm. hours, sorry, preparing presos. So it's definitely a luxury, but I've enjoyed it, I enjoy it very much. So that's mm. kind of my business treat. <laughs> go and sit in in a hotel holidays.
0: room, yeah, not lovely. have to feed anybody.
1: Yeah, ex- exactly. And then you know, you go to some be able to wear like a nice clean outfit and, go out and, have and like wash your hair like wash Not your just hair just spray it yeah like shave all those body parts that haven't been shaved for months
0: it's yeah it's, it's fun i unfortunately live about 350k from melbourne so i don't ever get to death. oh i live in the middle of nowhere but my view is excellent well, you and i have
1: to, you should come to copycon next year No, i know, oh, I know. my kids like... are a little bit little I'll leave, on. but one day, one day. It's one not day. one day from
0: here, but anyway, I'm sure I can take two days out.
1: Yeah, I think she can. Everyone <laughs> should uh, comment on this podcast and tell her that she should come. Yeah. You deserve
0: um, a few days away. Because day. I'm worth it. You're worth it. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> <of> copywriting. Um, <laughs> so what, what does your perfect day in the office look like?
1: Oh, God. I not. love
0: talking about people's day-to-day
1: stuff. What is my perfect day in the office would not to be in the office at the moment. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a bit of a like <sighs> period. No, I guess my perfect day is, you know, managing my husband and I switch and swap. So I do a day, he does a day. So my perfect day would, I would get up um, walk the dog and have my coffee and listen oh, the to dog podcasts.
0: The well. dog's important,
1: people. The dog is super important. Mm. And then just come back and maybe get an hour of solid work done before I check email or social. Uh, fanny about on social media, brief my wonderful team um of two, uh, get them cracking maybe you know get some a good day for me is when i get a lot of solid work done i do a lot of days where i spend a lot of time just making facebook lives and doing pod- and it's great because it's all awareness and branding but mm. it doesn't feel like you've had done anything solid uh, like you've made a course or you've written a thing or you've you know so i like days where i get some real solid stuff done mm. um and then you know wrap up at about three-ish pick my son up come home and then dinner and then probably a little bit of faffing about on social media again later when you're making tea or something. Mm. And That's it really. It doesn't, stop, doesn't sound that exciting, does it? It's not
0: faffing about though, is it? Cause it's it building is my brand. Brand,
1: awareness. brand awareness. It, it is. Faff- I mean, if you see the sort of things I post, it kind of is faffing around, but sort of. it seems to be building my brand anyway. So yeah, well, you, you know, go. it's authenticity. It's, always, <laughs> it's the one <watch laughs> word of the time.
0: Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> blessed. Um, <laughs> You are one of the most incredibly prolific bloggers I've, I know of who mm-hmm. I actually read their stuff. Um, so, how do you manage your time when you are having one of those super productive days. I know you've mentioned um Pomodoro and that sort of method. So do you want to just talk about that for a, for a Yeah, moment? when I'm
1: when I'm really on fire and this is this is maybe one or two days a week, I can't sustain it for any more than that. I, I will use the Pomodoro method which is where you work for 25 minute spurts, have a five minute break and then do another twenty five minutes. And I write my to do list in twenty five minute chunks. So I'll do this, this and this in the first chunk, and this, this and this in the second. And um, I am I'm not that prolific a blogger because I probably only write maybe one blog a month, but I repurpose and reuse mm. like or not. What I do do though, is write a lot of posts. Uh, so I write a lot of posts on Facebook and then I reuse them on Instagram and LinkedIn. And then I chop them up, reorder them, put them in a different group, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and those, the only reason I can produce them quickly and prolifically is because I don't edit and I don't second guess myself. And yes, they go up with typos and people point the typos out. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm looking at you I'm in so much trouble you're so much trouble no and it's fine and some days I'm like oh shut up with your typo spotting and other days I'm like that's hilarious I'm gonna leave it. somebody the other day called me the Oprah Winfrey of copywriting <laughs> so I made a meme out of it to show off because I was so excited and I spelt copywriting wrong <laughs> I thought it was hilarious so I just left it it depends on your mood though doesn't it something some, things, some it days things really great and some days they don't but yeah I don't overthink anything. I don't have a plan. So I'm not going, ah, it's Tuesday the 7th. This is the day I post a tip about cheese. I'm just like, you know, I just spilled coffee on my leg. I'm going to post about that. Oh, I just saw a really interesting article about this that's erudite and intelligent. I'll post about that. You know, because I like to seem erudite and intelligent. Yeah. But, you know, it's not like, it's not strategic at all um, because I think then it would become a chore and I wouldn't want to do it. So
0: I, I try to be strategic and I try to, cause I'm in so many Facebook groups and I'm trying to keep up with all of those. Mm. So the only way I can do that is to have a plan, have a plan. But sometimes that plan goes out the window. Like yeah, the last think- couple of weeks I'm like, Oh, so
1: tired I know. And we don't give ourselves a break and we're like oh my god but people don't care people aren't sitting there going why hasn't jane McKay posted this week they're just happy when they do see your post and mm-hmm. i think that's such a good point with with the groups which is one of the reasons and i know you have a fabulous group as well why i created my own uh, because i was sick of trying to keep track of it's promo wednesday wednesday <laughs> in it. it's whatever day i just Couldn't be bothered. And every time I turned up in the group, it was the wrong day and I had nothing to offer. So now I just try to have my own groups, really focus on those, occasionally bob into other groups, but not as much as I used to because there's so many groups. So There are so many groups. Some
0: of them are fab. Your group is fab, but you're only allowed in people if you actually buy the book.
1: Oh, it's not true, but you can come in. This <laughs> entrepreneurs, slowly, it's hilarious. Slowly okay. wear you down with guilt and passive <laughs> aggression until you buy the book.
0: And so will the rest of us. We'll just yeah. get you into it. Great. It's like a cult. <laughs> it is quite cult-like, um, but it's fun. It's a fun cult. We're not drinking the Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I've always found interesting about freelancing and the perception of freelancing is people presume that we don't have all these stresses of the conventional workforce and that so, but we still have the deadlines and the cranky clients and we still make mistakes that we've been talking about and one of the ways i've found that this comes out in us entrepreneurs is the imposter syndrome um, which i i read a stat yesterday that it affects 70% of people in business i don't know what the other 30% are thinking i don't know who they are but um, i know everyone i speak to has so How do you respond to the down days of being a business when I know you want to lie on the couch and watch Netflix and eat frazzles and I want to lie on the couch and watch Netflix and eat Twiglets?
1: Well, it's funny that you say that. I mean, I think that 70-30, I think it's just a different 70% each time. Everyone feels it. It just moves Mm. around a bit. So it's different days. So, I mean, I'm actually, to be honest, having a bit of a day like that today. Um, uh, Part of me is around just getting on with it. So I've set myself low level tasks to do. I've submitted to some speaker submissions for, you know, for different events and, you know, there's no emotion attached to that. If I get it, great. If I don't, I don't care. Um, I love doing podcasts like this. I love meeting people and having chats like this will give me some energy, seeing, seeing your lovely face and having a chat. And you know, it's, it's a connection and you, you get that kind of solidarity. And, you know, a big part of me is not looking um, another one, Entrepreneur and kind of our circle is there a circle? Maybe it's an oval or an octagon that uh, <laughs> just launched something and, and she's done fabulously well. And she's very different to me, and um, uh, you know, her offering's different or whatever. But there's still a little bit of me that goes, Wow, I, wow, that's that's amazing. I, I would love mm-hmm. to achieve those kind of results, but then I also go, Would I? I couldn't be bothered. There's too many people. I'd have to, oh, you know, and so, I'm oft- so I am off so much honestly, humaning, so much humaning. I think you just, you know you really have to examine those feelings. What are you actually jealous of? What, why do you feel inferior Mm. to the other person? Um, you know, do you like yourself? Are you happy with where you're at? Yeah. You may not be as rich as that person or have a snazzier Instagram account or a really great, but you know, really in five years time, will anyone give a crap? No, Mm. I don't know. So I don't know if I have any amazing tips. Stop looking, get off the internet, go hug a dog. (laughs) Go hug a dog. I've got a horse.
0: It's not my horse, but I go and hug that.
1: Go and hug a horse if you can find a horse. If there's
0: no horses available, <laughs> hug a dog. Or a hedgehog. Yeah, maybe not. So we do, I've noticed that um, a lot of us freelance types mm. do do have a tendency to avoid social situations. Mm. I may appear to be an extrovert on the outside, but I'm actually an introvert. So um, you're talking about being in groups and maintaining that sense of community and going and doing workshops. So... Do you go out and see people in, in human form
1: very often or do you like to just stay in a tomb cave? In human and, form. In no, like human In animal form. No, um, look, I'm an ambivert. I get a lot of energy from hanging out with people, but I get a lot of energy from being on my own. I haven't so. heard ambivert before. Yeah, I think I, 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 don't, I have not made it up. Someone told me that that's what I was. So I can human really really well for a short period of time and then it's almost like a lead door comes down i'm done there is no gradual okay see you later it's like no i'm done everyone leave go away now now, now. <laughs> um and so uh i i pace myself so for example i'm heading off to brisbane and melbourne because i'm an idiot and thought my conference was in brisbane and so I organized the workshop in brisbane the day before but the conference isn't in brisbane <laughs> uh and so i've got I've got a, an event on the Wednesday. I've got a workshop on Thursday and a lunch. I've got a meal on the Friday. I'm presenting on the Saturday. I've got an event on the Sunday. I've got a conference on the Monday. And then I come home. And but, I'm on the couch for four days. Yeah, but <laughs> in between those sessions, you know, people are emailing me going, oh, maybe you're available to meet for coffee or could we have lunch? Or, it's just like, nah, nah. I will yeah. go to that thing. I will be live for two hours. Then I come back. Put my my baggy pajama bottoms on and eat crisps, um, you know, pick my nose because <laughs> I need that downtime, you mm. know. Um, so I've learned to pace myself not to over deliver, and also I've really learned. This is an interesting thing that I've picked up recently is. I'm, when I'm excited, I'm kind of like, you know, one of those things outside a car sales place, the the, the, the The wobbly men, yeah, the wobbly men, I'm kind of super excited and really energetic and hello, you meet Sue, this is Sue, she likes cheese, you like cheese, be friends, you know, really, really go for it and I'm learning now to just keep those levels a bit lower so I don't burn out so quickly, so Mm. don't have to be the life and soul of the party, don't have to be witty and funny, you know, all the time, Mm. because people turn up, and they expect, they feel like they know you, especially now people have read my book or they're in my groups. So they're like, turn up. And they start a conversation with me. We just did it. Actually, we have never physically met, but we started talking as if we've talked a thousand times hmm. because we feel like we know each other from yeah. social media. Yeah. And in person, it's even more intense because people go, Kate, how's Pomplamoose? And I'm like, Oh, do I, do I know you? Have we met? Uh, yeah. And it's kind of crazy. And I love it. But I've learned that I don't have to be a performing seal at every event. Where I go to seal is that the right word? I don't know. Yeah. those seals that kind of yeah. She's doing really Ball. good. Seal arms people. Full seal. Arm. Do that again. Oh <laughs> oh oh oh. Oh don't. Do <laughs> I'm willing to humiliate myself on. Oh totally. Way too willing. Way too willing. So yeah. <laughs> so just trying to keep it down a level and um, yeah, just not not let my. But I do enjoy meeting people. I, I couldn't do it all the time. I'm so glad. I don't work in an office and have to have inane conversations. Remember in offices when, like, you'd go to the toilet and you'd pass someone on the way to the toilet, and you'd kind of go like, "Hey," and then you pass them like two more times, and by the third time, you're like, "Just don't even look at me. I don't want to go, hey, again." Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think about the amount of time I used to waste
0: being in the office. Like, I know you go and make a cup of tea, and 15 minutes later, you're
1: like, "Oh, I've got to." I've, got deadlines like, i know all. and I, i'm so much more focused now that i work at mm. home like even though i faff about i mean i must have maybe got three good hours of work done when i had a real job by the time you heated <laughs> up your heated up your dinner in the communal microwave and chatted with barbara at reception you mm. know the day's gone mm. yeah anyway yeah but anyway now go, i'm like yeah don't miss it work, don't work. go back i mean i think we're probably unemployable now don't you
0: yeah, I don't think I have the skills to to participate in the general workforce anymore.
1: <laughs> I don't have the dress sense.
0: I think that's my issue. No, I've got rid of all of my clothes. I'm... Um, that was my big that was my big I'm no I'm never getting a job again thing was I'm getting rid of all my corporate gear. I'm still on a board, so I have to look nice once a month.
1: Yeah, a couple of times a month.
0: So I have to have those clothes, but the rest of the time on it. Like, that's this. when you know.
1: That's when you know that you're you're done when you burn your your business attire. <laughs> Did you have a barbe- You could have had a barbecue. You're out in the country. We actually
0: have. We actually have a place down the road where they take corporate wear and give it to, like, oh, in an cool. op shop, like a specific specific business wear op shop.
1: What a good idea! So, yeah, it's
0: really great in Painesville. So
1: cool. Good on them.
0: That's a good initiative. So, um, now we we talk about money not being the motivator. Mm-hmm. So, and we talk about when we work at home, we have all our. what's our purpose so what's your purpose and what keeps you motivated to, to keep on keeping on apart from the fact you never want to go back to corporate
1: um what keeps me keeping on it's a question I ask myself a lot because I've spent the last 10 years working towards where I am now and now I'm here and uh, a friend of mine Kelly Exeter refers to it as summit syndrome when you get to the top of a summit and it's do you decide to then scale another summit or do you just sit on the top of that summit Mm. and look down and I'm not entirely sure My, my entire last year I made up a figure that I wanted to earn um randomly not based on any requirement or anything or no plan there's no plan and not based on any kind of oh you've heard this before so this is an eight percent increase it was just like random figure pulled from my bottom and I really focused on that and I hit it and it was utterly unsatisfying um and very exhausting so now I'm in a bit of a weird limbo place I'm still doing the things that I do so I launch my big course three times a year and I, I sell a lot of small things every week just little bits and bobs and I've got memberships and books and things like that but I don't have a plan at the moment I don't know, no, what's, you know you're just there sitting on top of your mountain I'm sitting on my mountain. and hopefully you know like a really attractive goat will come along and lead me down <laughs> to another adventure and um, I'm waiting for my goat I think because what I've found is that when you're just sort of sitting there and you're open to it and you're not so busy in your business opportunities do come up mm. to do new things mm. um But also, I'm happy to have a little bit of a a fallow period. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just a period where I don't sow any crops this year and just let the soil renew its nutrients. There (laughs) you go, a bit of agricultural reference. (laughs) You need to plant a bit of, what is it?
0: Nitrogen fixing.
1: I need to put some cow poo on my field. That's what I need to do. What was that? What this? <laughs> it just, I thought it was something out of Dr. Seuss. This is my little, someone sent me this random pen with a fluffy ball on the end and it's very comforting. Oh, so okay. I just re- 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 remembered that this is video. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: well I, hope I hope it's video correctly, w. but if it's not, it might not be.
1: Let's just edit that bit out, okay?
0: <laughs> I'm joking. It's fine. And I just said, boom. 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 So, as we are coming to the end of our time together, which has been thoroughly enjoyable, my friend. Um what are your tips? Number one, say, for all the beautiful smart women in business across Australia and the world to go just do this thing. If you want a business, just do this thing.
1: I think literally my tip would be just do this thing. Because (laughs) I think so many people second guess ask for other people's opinions, ask for other people's permission. You know, doubt themselves, worry about stupid things that haven't happened yet. Scenario wise, well, if I do this, this could happen, and this could happen, and this could happen. Just do it and deal with the consequences. Because every poo thing that's happened in my business has led somewhere else. And there's even the most human, you know, like you launch something and no one buys it, and it's you feel like Mm. ashamed and mortified, and you made such a hullabaloo about it on social media, and then one person buys it and you have to give them your money back. No one cares. No one has noticed. If anyone has noticed, they're not thinking stupid cow. They're thinking, oh, what a shame. But I look forward to your next one because I wasn't mm. ready this time. Mm. So I think we, it really is a case of just bum on seat, do the work. Stop focusing on the end result and just do the work because the end result will happen regardless. So that would be my. Is that a tip? I don't know. It's a tip. Do the work just do even the work like, shut up and get on with it like, that's you 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 I, I had a
0: really down day on Monday and I was like Kate said just sit on your chair and do some work and get it done and I was like yeah okay I'm just gonna do even if you don't get a whole
1: lot done yeah that like how done. that's how I am today that's how I'm gonna be reconciling zero it's not you know that it's work I'm getting it done I might tidy up my desktop on my computer I might reorganize my pens it's it will help me on the day when I'm super busy and I'm grateful that my desktop's tidy and I've got nice pens, you know, mm. but I'm still in my office doing things. Of course you also need to give yourself a break and have days off and stuff when you're really down. But there is a lot to be said for just turning up consistently mm. every day and being ready because that's when good things happen. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you, Kate. It has been my absolute pleasure. To have I've, you. I've enjoyed it excruciatingly much. <laughs> It's well, and uh, hopefully we can drag you out of your wilderness to Melbourne and see you in the future. It's in Melbourne. It's in Melbourne. Yeah, Not in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Vegas. No. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's <laughs> lovely seeing you. And thank yeah. you so much for having me on the pod. You're, you are so welcome. Thank you. And I put
0: all of Kate's links and things to all her bits and bobs on the show notes. So thanks, Kate. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Smart Women of Business podcast. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe. I'm your host, Jane Mackay. To find out more about me, go to au.